Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch every single episode of the classic 1990s sailor moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so very much and it's 2020 everybody happy new year happy new year it's been a while it's been a while yeah there it is yeah i i on one of my other podcasts the uh co-host always makes the same joke whenever we skip a week uh, which is that it's it's been a while, but much like Alvin and the Chipmunks, we're back in style. Oh. <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> uh, but yes, we are back, uh, and we thank you for joining us, because we have... I mean, it's an episode. It's... What? It, like, yeah, it's... Fu- I you don't, don't know, like man. this episode? I thought this was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's... I mean, it's... It's 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 good. It's, I, I don't know. It didn't throw me. We'll get into it. Uh, we are watching episode 181 of Sailor Stars, which is called, multiple titles, which is called Seiya and Usagi's Heart Pounding Date. Yeah. Uh, and to help us with that, you've heard her a little bit already. We have legitimately one of my favorite people who has not been on the show before. Uh, Karen Cunningham oh, is here. Karen, hi. welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited for this. I am super excited for you to be here. Uh, so wait, I, yes. I I'm sorry. I just you talking about the the title and how it's got multiple translations made me look at it and realize that what it's called is um, Seiya to Usagi no Doki Doki Deto, and mm-hmm. what that is literally saying is Seiya and Usagi's boom 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 date. Like yeah. that is heart sound. Doki Doki. Yeah, yeah. But it's not just a heart sound. It's it's also slang. No, I get it, but it's yeah. but it's an onomatopoeic sound or word. It's like a yeah. That's that's great to me that they're like it's they're, we, they translate it to heart pounding date because sure that makes sense. But it's like they are like here's the sound that it makes. Boom, boom. I wish every episode had a title like that. Like it was yeah. it was Haruka and Michiru's vroom vroom fun time. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Karen. Yes. What is your history with Sailor Moon? Um, this is actually really interesting because I found Sailor Moon without knowing that it was a TV show or an anime. I was in the third grade and a girl in my class said, we're going to play Sailor Moon today at recess and you're going to be Sailor Jupiter, meet me under the tree. And I was like, okay. I had no fucking idea what that meant. So I got to the tree and she was like, you're Sailor Jupiter and we're saving the universe. And I was like, okay. And that was what it was for like six months. And then... Finally, a girl in my class showed up with a binder that had Sailor Moon on it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is real. Like, I thought that this girl, Nicole, in my class had made it up. <laughs> so that's how I found it. When you encountered it, like, like official Sailor Moon, were you like, this is all wrong? I know, because it was so vague. We would just kind of run around the playground, pretend. To, I thought Sailor Jupiter had a gun. Like, no, <laughs> no one corrected me on anything. <laughs> like, she was just like, you're Sailor Jupiter. And I was like, 
okay. And like, she was Sailor Moon, obviously. And all of our friends had different, we were all different planets and I had no idea what it meant. But after that, then I realized that it was a thing. And then at that point it was on Toonami after school. So I would like run home after school and watch it on Toonami. I'm curious whether it was the sailor or the Jupiter that made you think gun. (laughs) I don't, I truly don't remember. I just remember we would shoot at each other from like across the playground and like pretend that like we were shot and then they would run over and be like, Oh my God, sailor Jupiter, are you okay? And like, I would get back up and be like, I'm fine. Like I truly don't know. Love it. Love it. Two, Two things, two things just real quick. Uh, one, I would. It's been a. It's been a long time since we've had uh, fan art for this show, and I would never demand oh. that anyone do any fan art. However, if you feel like drawing Sailor Moon's uh, pose, like the one I have a <laughs> tattoo of, but with a gun in her hand, <laughs> listeners, please. Maybe I should. I think I might now that you said that. It never occurred to me. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know enough about guns to be like, what gun does each said she have? Me neither. I don't know anything about them at all. I was eight years old. I mean, Chibi has a cable gun, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but... We know Chibi's the only one who has an actual gun in the show. And she is my favorite. She's my favorite character, too. I don't know if that's coincidence. Your favorite character. Oh, my goodness. I know. Yeah, I'm – listen – uh, while I was watching today, I let it play into the next episode, and I'm worried about where we're going from here. But my second question, Karen. Yes. Were you were you a tall kid? No, no. But I had brown hair that I always wore in a ponytail. Okay, okay. That, yeah. that makes sense. Because yeah. I, n- knowing you, Mars, I would, there is no, you would not be anything but Sailor Mars. Thank you. I'm honored. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How, how, how tall are you? I'm 5'1". Okay, so you're not I'm the traditional Sailor Jupiter size. I'm a very here. small person. Yeah. You're taller than Sailor Moon. Is she really? How tall is she? Uh, Sailor Moon's 4'11". With legs like that? <laughs> I, that's the thing that kills me watching these episodes. I'm like, their legs are so fucking long. Like, yeah. how did I her not remember? Was, is her, her torso was uh, six inches long? I know. And this episode is especially egregious with that. She looks yes. so thin and so tall. Yes, I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, what is going on with her body? Yeah. But yes, uh, so you found out it was real. Yes, I found out it was real. And you started watching it. Yes, I started watching it. Um, but here's the thing. I grew up, I was the oldest kid in my family. I didn't have anyone around to show me anime. So the only access that I had to it was what was on Toonami, which was obviously the dub. And it was only, I guess it would have been the first four seasons. So I have never seen Sailor Moon Stars up until you told me to be on this podcast. That was the, this is the first time I've ever watched it. Uh, same. Wait, so did you actually. watch Did you watch all the episodes to catch up or did yes. you just jump into this No, one? I watched all of them. Wow. I uh, mainlined wow. them and I was like, wow, I don't know that I recommend that. <laughs> I did all it's of them crazy, in like right? maybe 36 hours. What? Okay, wow. All yeah. right. What? You mean all of them or the ones before this? No, this season. I watched a few from from the season before this and then all the ones in this season. It was exquisite torture. I Trace, who hasn't been on this podcast, because he's been on other podcasts, he's like, are you okay? Like, you can take a break. And I was like, no, I have to watch them all. (laughs) I I would never recommend anyone watch anything from the previous season. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was a lot. This season is a lot, too, in a different way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Honestly, you probably could have started at the, the, you know, the I want to say the second half, but it's not second half, the second story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I noticed that <laughs> right as we got to it. And I was like, oh, none of that really mattered, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so did uh, you, did you, I mean, obviously, like I have seen your art pieces of Sailor Moon, which are great. Thank you. You have an amazing uh, print of Usagi as Princess Serenity uh, that everyone should check out if they're unfamiliar with your work. Oh, dang. I, I think it's, I saw that when you were a Heroes Con one year and I was like, like, I already knew Trace. Yeah. Uh, but I think I saw the Sailor Moon and I just started talking to you about Sailor Moon one year. Yes. Yeah, that was the first thing we ever talked about. And you told me, you're like, I have a podcast and you should be on it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never... That was 2017, maybe. Yeah. Wow. All those those long yeah. long years ago. Yeah, but I <laughs> I love Sailor Moon. I mean, my exposure to her was very limited because I only had that and the movies from Blockbuster. I would make my parents rent the movies over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why they didn't buy it because <laughs> I would watch it once a week. But that's that's really it. Until I got older, and then I realized that there was so much more of it and there were manga i had no idea that there were manga of it i was like truly in a bubble (laughs) (laughs) that is so cool that you all that you have had new sailor moon for your entire life i i really have i i continue to have it and i mean up until two what two weeks ago maybe that was i was like man these are episodes of sailor moon i've never seen like that's really cool i mean i guess technically i still have all of the manga like most of the manga and crystal but you haven't finished this yet, have you? And musicals. No, I have not finished this yet. I've also yeah, never so seen Sailor Stars before, Karen. Oh, really? Oh, so are you watching this in real time? I had assumed that you'd seen all of them and you were kind of going back. No, I... That's me. I had never seen anything past uh, R. Got it. Jordan has, of course, seen it all. Like, the, the way that Jordan and I became friends was he was watching uh, all of Sailor Moon back in, like, 2008. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's the, that's the secret origin of this podcast. Wow. Uh, well, Karen, I am so glad to have you here for this episode. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, before we get into the episode itself, though, I think we have a little bit of Sailor Business Business. Oh. We were talking about this a little bit off mic, but I think we are officially going to be moving to a uh, bi-weekly schedule, which is essentially, at best, what we've been on for about a year um yeah how many episodes I mean, did we do in 2019 jordan all right let's look do you want me to give you some like counting music some no I, i'm there i'm there um january one <laughs> okay february four so that we're up to five okay march two so seven uh april three that's ten may we did three that's um that's uh, 13 uh june we did june we did four wow that's 17 uh then july we did one <laughs> 18 uh august we did two that's 20 uh september we did two that's 22 october we did two that's 24 november we did two that's 26 and then one in december so that's 27 episodes so essentially we were bi-weekly already pretty close now the thing is that includes 
the chibis that we did that does include the chibis uh so that's of which we did uh, which we didn't do many in fact you know what hold on hold on one <laughs> two intense counting action three we did three chibis so we did 24 episodes and three chibis <laughs> wow okay uh so yeah I, officially sailor business is uh gonna be bi-weekly uh also Speaking of doing the the chibisodes, I am going to be, uh, by the time you hear this, hopefully I will have done it already. It's in on my list of things I need to do. It's on my to-do list here on January 2nd, uh, which is when we were recording. Uh, I am going to restructure the Patreon a little bit. Nothing is going to change in terms of like the reward levels. Those are pretty much going to stay where they are. I think I might just add a $10 one that you, you can just give us $10. <laughs> it's it's the same as the five dollar level but you give us 10 you can already do that you could just put you could. 10 you could okay all right go for it i might also add a uh, a nice a nice number maybe i'll add in the nice number what, no what about sixty thousand dollars well sixty thousand dollars is a is a milestone goal right, right 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 i'm gonna be restructuring the milestone goals to better just reflect what we are capable of doing i think right now in fact i know right now we are supposed to be doing chibisodes of this show and gabisodes of xena once a month and yeah. that is not happening uh and no. nobody has said uh nobody has complained about that ever but i feel bad about it so i'm going to officially be changing that around just so you know uh heads up uh but other than that what are you, you going to change it to oh i'm just going to like say that we're doing the the chibi sodes when we can i might adjust you know fiddle with some some milestones but again nothing should change as of right now honestly if if we're making this show officially uh, i'm not going to promise anything i was going to say if we're making it officially every two we might be able to do them more but i better not promise anything. yeah i would not (laughs) (laughs) we're terrible yeah yeah uh so thank you to everyone for listening and thank you if you are a uh patreon backer that is awesome thank you for getting us through another year uh if you are not a patreon backer thank you for listening um thank you for being with us we started the show in uh 2014 so wow yeah i mean it was it was no towards the end of 2014 but yeah we started in like fall of 2014 yeah yeah uh what is that uh august yeah august of 2014 holy cow yeah although what i'm realizing is (laughs) it's that it's that right even for like if we did because it's sailor moon sailor moon r sailor moon s super s oh no that's a well no no we're still late we should have had the whole series done in five years (laughs) yes we should have there's 200 episodes (laughs) oh well anyway that's all i've got as far as uh announcements and business go so if the two of you are ready i think we can just jump right into this one wait 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 we didn't do all the questions Oh, I guess yeah, Karen. Back to you. We have to do some questions. Cool. Um, we we've already kind of answered one. As long as you were serious, Chibi is your favorite scout. Yeah, she's my favorite. <laughs> that actually takes care of two of our questions: the which is your favorite scout, and what do you think of Chibi? Yeah, I I you know what? I just love that she's she's kind of nasty, but she's training, and I just really relate to that. And I think <laughs> I've always related because I've always had like a chip on my shoulder and been small and feisty and she was also when i was like learning to draw for some reason she was like the go-to just always with the giant pigtails and like the pink glittery like that was what i and i what i still love to draw but when i was a child she was all over my notebooks that was 
I think I'm just biased. Do you like Sailor Moon herself? Yes. Okay. I like all of them, which okay. I might be unpopular, but I like all of them uh, except for is, and you're going to have to help me because I wrote all of them down, but I mostly know the American names. That's awesome. Is it Darren? I like it. Darian is what is his what is his what is his Japanese name? That is uh, Mamoru Chiba. Mamoru. Okay, I was like tuxedo mask. Uh, yeah, he's the only one whose name I didn't write down because he ain't shit. I don't like him. Though That's I fine. do feel a little for him in this arc. Like oh, this arc where don't, he, don't spoil it. I guess explodes off to America. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil it. He's yeah, he's 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 pretty dead, right? So there you are. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, definitely dead. I am sure of it. <laughs> okay so you like them all that's good i mean so because 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 i i i the listeners already know this but i dislike chibi but i dislike her mostly because how much i love sailor moon and she's so mean to her <laughs> right i i i totally get that i think uh, my opinions of sailor moon were formed when i was small and uh wasn't jaded so i was just like i love girls who fight things like ah, so same. i think I just love all of them for different reasons. That's great. Can you give us like a quick rundown of your favorite thing about every Sinji? Oh my, that's that's a lot of pressure. Like that, just... that's oh man, that's a lot of them. Um, I will say, if I pick a few, um, yeah. I love. I mean, Uranus and Neptune were like my gay representation before I even knew what that meant. They were like legit. I think my first exposure to anything LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. which is how I identify. So I think like seeing that was just monumental. And now watching the show as an adult and seeing like all their quips together, just like, Oh, okay. Like that that's my new favorite thing about them. They, they, they fucked me up. And here's why, because <laughs> they, I feel like they go back and forth between being like charmingly rascally and fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was kind of like a few episodes ago when they were at the concert and the guy was like unzipping Michiru's dress. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? And then all of a sudden they were being like all coy with each other again. And I was like, is this just how your relationship is? Like, I, damn, okay. And plus, plus just again, I mean, again, I, like I said, I like Sailor Moon herself too much. The fact that all they do is walk around going, yeah, Sailor Moon, sure, you've been right every time before, but come on. Yeah. This time we got to murder people. <laughs> it's true. Which I didn't realize. I see, and that's the thing, like about watching it as an adult. I was like, oh, like I, th- I just in my head imagined them to be these amazingly like well-rounded characters, and I was like, some of them like don't even talk in an episode; like they just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. like the one that baffles me, and I, I, I don't, I, I don't mean this as an offense, uh, fans of her, but when people say that they're huge fans of Sailor Pluto, I'm always like, but like, why? why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's really not in it much, is she? No. The answer is the manga. The answer to all these questions is always the manga. I think that's why I never had attachment to her, because she's like the one where I'm like, her design is cool, but I don't know that much about her. And it's probably because I never read the manga or saw these latter episodes. Uh, She also does have the best attack animation. Yeah, she is just... She's cool. Like they're like they're like there's like cool, and then there's like oh she is like a, she walks into the room and she's cool. 
Like I was better than that. gentle uterus. Oh my, I have so many notes about that and they didn't do it in this episode. <laughs> no, nope, So I didn't nope. get to ask about it, but I'm, I tweeted about it and literally like 50 people were like, Oh, you've never seen that before. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is, <that a> tab- <laughs> yeah. Is there an explanation for it? We came up with Yeah. Yeah. On, on this show. And I, like, I do kind of, of dig it because uh, she is Sailor Star Maker. Yeah, of course. Uh, and it is, like, the power of creation. Like, I, I really dig that as a, like, a, a powerful metaphor there. Uh, it's, it's, still it's, weird. The, it's the star birth attack is what it is, yeah. I guess. Uh, it's still weird. It's still weird. <laughs> and, like, I don't think I will ever be over that enough to just like oh have you never heard that before no it's always gonna be like yes it's weird right yeah (laughs) (laughs) what was the what was the other one what was the what was star healers attack ah it was something else weird but not as weird i mean i don't okay i'm on i'm already on wiki moon star sensitive inferno yeah, which is pretty cool. Cool. that when that is my new nickname. <laughs> the Sensitive Inferno. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's pretty great. What it really means is that I have uh, anxiety and I'm mad a yeah. lot. <laughs> which is a mood, I mean. <laughs> so we've covered most of the questions because you also said you hate Darian, which means uh, you probably are not a fan of her, of, uh, of Usagi, or, or Serena and Darian's romance. I mean, I just... and. Maybe this is like my feminist roots, but I was just like, I don't care about this. Like, I just want to watch girls doing cool stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. at no point wasn't interested in their romance and what happened to it. Like, I was just like, this is wasted screen time. It's like when you watch Game of Thrones and you're like, <laughs> I don't care about the Greyjoys, but they're going to spend 20 fucking minutes on this. So you like fast forward through that part. Like, that's what their romance is for me. Like, I truly could not care less. Okay. And then... Uh, then Chris's last question that he always wants to know is what do you think of what he calls the real miracle romance between Jupiter and Mercury? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is there that? Cookbook oh. Is the name of that ship? Uh, That's and amazing. guess what? There's official merchandise for it now. Is there really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, it, here's the thing. I don't... There is like Sailor Moon merchandise you can buy that is specifically uh, pairing up, which right. again, it's it's Ray and and Minako, which yes. is canon. Okay, no, no, but hold on, it's shirts that listen. I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not pictures of them kissing. It's just they're they're symbols together on a shirt. Yeah, they're paired up. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's not. It's listen. That's fine. That is clearly what it's appealing to. Yes. And you know what? I did a, a Spider-Man Deadpool comic. I get it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying. Um, I don't have. Weirdly, I don't think I have any ships of it. I'm I'm not a very shippy person in general, even with media that I really like. And I get and this is probably just because of, like the age that I really consumed it is that I just didn't have that kind of opinion on things. I just wanted to watch them like beating up weird monsters like that was my whole world like i just every day like i would wait to see like what weird thing they would try and kill and like their friendship was awesome but i didn't have like the mind to think any further than that i'm into it i'm sorry if that's, that's a boring answer 
no, I mean, again, I, I tend to not see ship things other than the ones that are explicit. Yeah. Myself, which is what it is. So they are. Ridiculous. It's fine. It's a failure of imagination. I do support it, though. Like, I I wholly support anything even semi-gay. So I'm here for all of it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't take much. Um, all right. Well, now, Chris, now let's talk about the show itself. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. As uh, previously mentioned, this is episode 181 of Sailor Stars, Seiya and Usagi's Doki Doki Date. <laughs> uh, it was written by Kazuhiko Kobe. Uh, the director was Junichi Sato. The animation director was Miho Shimagasa. And it originally aired on July 20th, 1996. And you know what that means, Jordan? Um, I, I, I didn't actually hear the date. <laughs> July, July 20th. Oh, uh, it's almost Usagi's birthday? It's just past Usagi's Damn birthday. It. It's almost my wife's birthday. Oh, well, I no offense to her, but I don't think I knew that. So there you are. That's fine. I was looking up the director because I was like, that's very familiar. And he directed the first episode of the show ever. So that there you go. Uh, it also means that uh, over half the year was done at this point, which means it's almost Christmas. No. <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. No. Never. It's not Never. even close to Christmas. <laughs> it's actually very close to Christmas for us. No, but I'm talking about in July. Christmas in July is a thing, Jordan. No. That's, and also, it's not a real thing. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard of it. Karen, have you heard of it? Yeah. Uh, Christmas it's definitely, July? Christmas in July is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of unicorns too, but they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> Failure of imagination. <laughs> imagine a unicorn it doesn't make it real i don't know why we get into these conversations uh, please just tell me what happens in this show no it's not time for that yet oh that's right uh, karen do you know about the game that we're playing with uh with this season no this season was uh never poorly dubbed into English to air on Cartoon Network. Amazing. I know, because I didn't watch it. <laughs> right. Which means it never got a bad title. That's from right. Deke or Clover Right. So you're naming them yourself, right? Yes. Very yes. poorly. <laughs> At least on my part. Uh, so, Jordan, what would you call oh, this episode? Oh, God. Um, I, this, I, I can't believe. Did they go to a fair? I can't remember what they did on their date. They went to a fair, right? Yeah, they go to like a car. It looks like a carnival of some kind. All right. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm going to call it date disaster. Wow, that was terrible. Sorry. I mean, that's a that's probably what it would have been called. <laughs> yeah. <by date>. yeah. <laughs> uh, you were very close to mine, uh, Jordan, which is a fair to remember. Oh, oh, my God. All right. That's better. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Karen, do you have a suggested title? Mine is way worse. I wrote uh, Sailor Moon S. The S stands for steamy because I thought oh. that this episode was so overtly sexual in ways that I wasn't prepared for. I mean, it is. I mean, Mina does have tickets to a porno. Okay, I, that was my first well, let's, question. Let's let's get to that when we get to that because there's a lot to say about that, I'm sure. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Although that's very early on. 
Yeah, it's it's in the the opening scene. Okay. So so take us through this opening scene. All right. Well, this uh, where do we start? Let's see. We start uh, with uh, oh god, what's this guy's name? Taiki. 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 Mike. <laughs> yes, the three lights. Really? No, we no. <laughs> we've decided that because they're called the three lights because all three of them in Japan are named light. Their first names are all light. Those are their last oh. names that we they go by. And so we were saying in America, they would all be three guys named Mike and they'd be called the three Mikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mike T uh, is uh, is walking through a dark hallway. <laughs> with, with, with his bad breath on your right? <laughs> with his bad self-running things. Um, he comes up and uh, Mina kind of corners him it's it actually isn't a dark hallway it's a it's just dramatic lighting they're actually in the bright sunshine outside and she's asking i love i love the way this scene is lit. it's played as drama like serious drama it's one of the best gags we've had in a while as far as like actually funny bits on on the show oh sorry short she knows that he has a day off and is asking him on a date uh, and he's very upset because he's like, how do you know I have a day off? She's like, I have my sources. Um, she asked him to go to a movie. He says no. And because then he says, no, I'm going to be writing lyrics. You know, this musician, this pop star is like, I'm going to be working on my songs. She goes, oh, cool. I'll come help. <laughs> Which, it's like the most crazy presumptuous shit I've ever heard. It's a very Minako move. Though. I wrote that I ad- I admire her gusto. That's my first note. I was like, I, I respect it. That's <laughs> insane. If you ever meet a, a musician, don't offer to write songs with them. Unless you're a musician. That's my advice. That's so funny. You don't know that, that Mina's not a musician. Actually, I do. I've watched all the episodes of the show. It's look, people people reveal hidden talents on this show all the time. We didn't know. No, no. Let me be. Let me clarify. I don't mean unless you have musical aspirations. I mean you are a musician, so that you're not some asshole going, "Hey, why don't I write a song with you?" You're someone that you're like, "Oh, I've done a few albums too. Like, why don't we collab? We'll do a joint concert. <laughs> a joint concert. Why don't we? Why don't we do a collabo? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> But yes, the movie, the, uh, Taiki is not going to go to the movie. Uh, so Usagi he, volunteers. He, or no, yeah, no. Usagi is like... Was it Usagi? No, it's Jupiter. Jupiter volunteers. Yes. Uh, so uh, Usagi and Makoto show up, and they're like, well, what movie do you have tickets to? And in the Hulu version... Oh, okay. Yes. What do they say there? In the, oh, no. In the Hulu version, the the joke is that it's it's called... Right. Uh, Gr- grown up love is bleep that's the version i read i saw yeah in the new dub which by the way this was also a piece of uh sailor moon news uh they have the dubs up through the third season now oh uh, on hulu if you have I not watched that. the viz dubs they're yeah. very very good highly recommended but in the dub version it's just called i, I it doesn't do the same joke it's called like adult love oh i believe it was the joke in the subtitles on the Blu-ray, it is called uh, Grown Up Love is Triple X. Whoa! Okay. I could not figure out. My note says Grown Up Love is Bleep. What is the bleep in all capital letters? I couldn't figure out a word that fits there. My my, my wife and I, deba- our debate was whether it was Grown Up Love is Fucking or Grown Up Love is Shit. Those were our two 
are two versions and we we weren't sure which one it meant but that sounds like it means fucking <laughs> oh my god yeah. that's amazing the blu-ray's grown-up love is triple x <laughs> oh my which god. means minako was was trying to take taiki to a dirty movie that's, that's incredible insane and she bought two tickets to it in advance <laughs> and also isn't she like 15 like she is 15 years old yeah. yes is that legal I don't know, and please do not tell us uh, how you, you go see adult yeah. movies in Japan. I don't want to know. <laughs> what if you're ever literally Japan? do not at me? <laughs> if you were, you were supposed to say, "I will make it legal." That's the Star Wars reference. Uh, your favorite I, is is it? Yeah, that's from the Phantom Menace. Your favorite movie, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, the only I, I only know about Yippee. <laughs> No, this is pod racing. There you go. Jordan, remind me to tell you. Oh. I should maybe even do this on the mic. Remind me to tell you my version. (laughs) What? We are on the mic, so you are doing it on the mic. No, but like like maybe this will be maybe this will be bonus content. I don't know. But remind me to tell you my pitch for what episode one should have been that fixes the entire trilogy. Do you mean that? What do you mean by trilogy? The the the, the prequel the trilogy. trilogy. Okay, well I look. I mean, to like, it doesn't make it great because Attack of the Clones <laughs> and Revenge of the Sith are still very bad. Oh, so you're but, saying you, you can change just Episode One and it fixes two and three a bit? Yes. Wow. It, it makes the story make more sense. I love it. I can't wait. So maybe maybe I'll tell you that on the mic sometime. But it has absolutely nothing to do with Sailor Moon. What if Sailor Moon was in it? She would not be in it. I don't. She's in this galaxy, this very near galaxy. Sailor, remember the, Sailor Alderaan? Remember Sailor Alderaan? No, no, do not start. Do not start with this. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was one of our guests. Mm. All right, back to the show. Yeah. So uh, Mina, Mina's, Mina's gonna go see a porno. But this is so fucked. And so, uh, by the way, so when they That's find also out the, the second movie, she's gonna go see. <laughs> they don't want to go, but then. Uh, Actually, no. Wait, hold on. Wait. This just got even fucked her because I just remembered. She goes, I'm going to go ask the other boy to go. Yaten. Yaten. And Mina, uh, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> Lita, but also uh, Makoto goes, if he says no, I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah. First of all, poor, yes. poor Ray and Ami, apparently. Poor Ray and Ami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe maybe they maybe we don't know maybe they have maybe they have an understanding apparently yeah who knows and second of all then mina is like hey do you want to do you want to buy these from me yeah <laughs> which is the second genuinely funny gag in this one scene which is like she's like if that happens will you buy these for face value yeah <laughs> it's a good strong opener strong opener this is a funny episode. It is. I thought so too. I mean, it is like in this part. I think it gets. See, that's the thing. I think this episode gets kind of really boring later. I don't know. <sighs> well, we'll see. But like the opening is good. The opening is very, very good. Uh, so speaking of people knowing stuff, then we come across um, Seiya. And Seiya is like, hey, Usagi, you got nothing to do tomorrow. Let's uh, let's hang out. Let's go. Go out. And then Usagi <laughs> tells us her busy schedule for the next day she's gonna get up she's gonna eat breakfast she's gonna watch tv read manga eat sweets 
play video games. <laughs> and that's when he cuts her off and is like, so you got nothing. No, that sounds like the perfect day. I was going to say, there's not a soul among us that's been like, oh, I have plans. Sorry. And that's really what we're doing. Like, she was ahead of her time. <laughs> like, yeah. So her mistake was being honest about what she yeah, was doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would also tell tell you, like, hey, listen, I would love I would love to go hang out, but that is a lie. I would not love to go yeah. hang out. <laughs> I would love to do is sleep until 10 and then read comics and uh, eat M&M's all day. Until it's time to play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Until it's time? There's like a <laughs> scheduled time for Assassin's Creed? Yeah. It's when I, when I finish whatever I'm reading. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I read one book in the year 2019 from January to October. What book? Uh, the Historian by Elizabeth Costova, which is very, very good. Is it really long? It It is, but it's also like very dense okay right in it, it, it's very dense and very deliberate uh and it is a series of nesting narratives mm. so at one point i was reading like like I, the example i always give is that like at one point i'm six layers deep because i'm reading uh an account from a 14th century monk or, or a 16th century monk uh being written about by a scholar in uh turkey uh, being translated by another guy, which is recorded in the main character's father's letters to her, which is being read by the main character. All right. Damn. And it's like, I, it was not a book I could read before bed. Right. So exactly. I felt terrible because I only read like the one book all year. Uh, and then I knocked out two in December. So I felt a little bit better. And I've already finished one more this year. So I'm feeling good. Nice. I'm feeling good about reading. I do not read as many prose books as i used to and want to so so that is one of my goals for this year so when Saya asks you on a date you're gonna be like i'm reading a book you're gonna be ami about it uh yes because i also don't like Saya. me neither <laughs> i mean he's kind of a a cocky jerk but uh but yeah and and look I, i'm gonna be the cocky jerk in the relationship <laughs> here's right. the thing about him he's also the best of the mics like he is. I mean, yes. The fact well, that's that not she, saying much. The other two don't do anything. Yeah. Well, they, they they what they do is be even snottier. Like at least he I'm like sure. smiles when he's being a jerk because he's like it's like ego. Whereas they're just like fuck you, I hate you, and it's like oh why don't we go out? No. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the kind of core of my problem, or not not even really a problem, but like why this issue didn't really work or this episode didn't really work for me. Because uh, as I've said before, I know I know people ship them. And I know that's what the show is doing, but I do not feel like Seiya and Usagi have any chemistry. I agree with that. Uh, I mean, listen, I I don't ship them, but I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of something. Well, I mean, like, clearly that's what the show is doing, you know, and I know I know there are people out there who are into it. Oh, speaking of Ami, she's got a good bit right here. I forgot it existed right. until I just saw her. Let's continue. Basically, Seiya responds... So you're not doing anything. Cool. Meet me at the park at uh, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Usagi screams after him like, ah, no, I said I was busy. Forget it. No, forget. And then uh, Ami's there over her shoulder and sees all this. And Ami's just like, I didn't see anything. And like tiptoes away. <laughs> oh, Ami. Literally, literally with the, that sound effect. Getting her screen time in. I was going to say, she's in this episode for 0.3 seconds. That was it. <laughs> Is, is I mean, Ray's not in it. She's not in it at all. Yeah. No. And neither is, no, I was going to say neither is 
Yatin, but he is, right, at the end? Yeah, they're yeah. together at, like, and they're all at the club at oh, the end, right. which is another, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I'm hoping that I'll understand it better as we go through it this way. Uh, I hope you know that if and when memory comes back, I am going to play my boyfriend's back in its entirety. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's sad that that will never happen because he died. Hey, la, hey, la. So we cut from there to the title, and then we cut to the uh, the the TV station. Here's the, here's my question about the TV station. <laughs> you you're one. I just have one. Okay. Everything else about it makes perfect sense. It's I guess it's like how basically how real is it? <laughs> because they have all these shots of all this paperwork and shit, and I'm like. Is it is it real paperwork or is it just set dressing to cover up the fact that it's a fucking magical dark plot? Excellent question. Yeah, I don't know. My question is, who gave her a job? Like, I was like, is well, she actually working there? I mean, it seems that the job it was she was given the job by what's her name by Galaxia, but. But like, do, like again, there are boxes and boxes and and tons of papers and files with stuff sticking out of it, and it's like, it does Nezu have to be like, well, got to fill out triplicate, got to yeah. file this away afterward? Like, what? I I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, it we it has been a while since we have this badly not known whether a business was real or not. <laughs> Cause like, Which is, is the hallmark of the first season of Sailor Moon. What was last what was last season? Who was the bad guy last season? Uh Circus. Okay, that was real. Yeah, they really Dark performed. It was a dumbass circus that made no sense, but they really performed. <laughs> um the season before that was Tomoe, and he was a professor of some sort, and he had all these grad students, and I have no fucking clue what they were doing. But I also – the idea that what they were doing was just evil science in general and we don't need to know the specifics is fine. Like You know, my wife's in grad school now, and I really hope she is doing <laughs> like UDL stuff. It's like, <laughs> like evil science that no one yeah. Trying to murder like, people? Yeah, like like blowing people's uh, hearts out of their chest with giant <laughs> hypodermic needles. I feel like she'd love that. Like, Like that seems – Look, it's it's a practical and useful skill. Yeah. Well, just tell her not to become the professor's favorite or else the other girls will kill her. Mm-hmm. Mm. True. Very true. So, yeah, Isagi's going to go on this date with Seiya, which uh, does not sit well with our friends in X-Force. Oh, did, is that what? Is that a thing? Did I miss that? Yeah. Uh, when Haruka and Mishiru show up after the Nezu scene. Oh, well, we didn't do the Nezu scene yet. Oh, well, okay, then do the Nezu scene. This is an important scene. I love this scene. This is the start of the the horror film that Nezu is in for this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nezu is, if you remember, uh, Nezu uh, kind of is fucking up entirely and got warnings up the wazoo saying... If you fuck up one more time, like, this is serious. So now she's on a crowded commuter train and the phone starts ringing and she's like, what the fuck? And everywhere she turns, there's another phone that's ringing. Like, honestly, again, it's mostly played for laughs, but it also could easily be a horror movie. Somebody could probably Which, recut this as a horror film. By the way, they are full-size rotary phones. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're landlines. She literally eventually, like, and they are everywhere on the side of the train, in between cars, every single place. Eventually, she answers one. It's one that's on top of another commuter's head. 
nestled in his hair. She answers it, says, hello, Nezu here. Galaxia starts talking and she hangs up on her and then realizes, oh, shit, that just made it so much worse. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, Chris, finally, after an entire however many episodes it is that she's been in this, looking at pictures right next to the three lights pictures. Oh, my God. She finally gets a look at the three, an ad for the three lights and goes, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The three lights are going to have the fucking star seats. She literally has to see a billboard. And it, 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 like, it has it, to be that big a picture. If only it had been like the starseed tour. <laughs> that would have been the only thing to make it better. Their hot new single, We Have the Starseeds. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank the three lights for the use of their song, We Have the Starseeds, the official theme of SummerSlam. <laughs> and now, so now, and then we still aren't at X-Force yet. I don't know. We're, we're, now we're at Usagi waiting in the park, uh, and then we get to X-Force. Usagi's waiting in the park. Yeah, yeah, don't, I'm sorry. I forgot to establish Usagi was in the park. And that, and that Seiya is late for the date, even though he set the time and the place. <laughs> Uh, yes. he's 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 using uh what, what is the book like he's keeping her waiting the the the, the pickup artist book the there dentist system there you go there you oh go God. what a crossover <laughs> so it was sunny and sailor moon every dude on this show acts like a pickup artist yeah and they're all charmed by it i'm like what like all the yeah. girls are tripping over themselves for the, I guess that's because they're pop stars and not because of their attitudes, but I'm just like, what girl? Love yourself. Also, he doesn't do it in he doesn't do it in the the anime, but uh in the manga and in Crystal. Like, don't forget the tuxedo mask first appears just wearing his tuxedo on the street on a Tuesday <laughs> with his Dracula trophy. It's effed up. Yeah. So now X Force shows up. Tell us about X Force. So, yeah. Haruka and Michiru are like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, well, first, first, actually, we get Luna saying, it's hard to believe Seiya would ask you out on a date. Which, Luna? Luna, I swore to John. <laughs> Luna uh, is, I mean, Luna literally is like, maybe he's pranking you. <laughs> maybe this is a, what is it? She's all that? Which, which, no, that's, that's the, the other one. What's the, no, what's the one with the, the joke date? Carrie. No, the one where, well, sure, that does as well. You're right. This is Carrie. He's going to dump pork blood on you very shortly. I mean, that would, that would have been a good twist. Would it, would it have been a good twist? <laughs> would it have been a good twist, yes, Jordan? A, an amazing twist. Speaking of okay. fan art, say a dumping pig's blood on Sailor Moon. Go for it, everybody. Don't, no, don't. Tell <laughs> that one directly to Jordan. Uh, I just don't know why Luna's being such an asshole. That's she's all. always, I mean, she's always an asshole. Come on. Yeah, that's how you end up with Artemis. The only thing that, that she doesn't do is go, he, he would never ask you out because you're so fat. Oh <laughs> that's the God. only thing missing from this episode. <laughs> I had to pull some clips for Sailor Moon. Um, one of the things I do at my, uh, my day job is uh, I take existing articles um, that are in the network uh, some of which I've written, which are always fun to do because I know exactly where to pull stuff from. But I, I take, uh, I, I pull like time codes and, and clips from things to make YouTube versions of the articles. Mm. And uh, I did uh, the script for 
Uh, I think it was Things Only Adults Notice in Sailor Moon, which was not an article I'd written uh, because I didn't see it in time to claim it. But I signed up for it and the editor was like, hey, just, you know, make sure you get all this right because, you know, the the anime people are uh, going to know if we get it wrong. And I was like, "Mm, I think I got this. (laughs) Pretty sure I got I have a working understanding of the anime Sailor Moon. Thank you. Which I I did mention my tattoo. Uh, But uh, I had to go back to the episode, like, what was it, the third episode of the show that had... uh, The gym. Yeah, the gym and Luna's mean fat Sailor Moon drawing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Luna. Classic. Classic Luna. It it is classic Luna. Literally. Episode four. That's our screenshot of the episode. Yeah, it's fat Sailor Moon drawing that she did. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's really so mean. mean. It's really mean. And again, as we discussed at the time, ridiculous considering yes. the way the characters look. Yeah, especially in this episode. <laughs> the fat characters in Sailor Moon are thin. I know. <laughs> Who the ones are, that you're like, like, oh, they've coded that person as fat. They are like five pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, like uh, like Usagi's one classmate with the short hair. Oh right, yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh who is who just has like a slightly rounder head <laughs> than everyone else <laughs> this show i love it but boy this show so anyway speaking of of, of extremely thin people yeah yes here come haruka and michiru you gotta talk about their outfits amazing karen would you like to take us to fashion corner oh is that like a designated moment oh yes. yeah okay um i I'm dying for their coordinated shirts that are like like the broken like the equivalent of like a BFF necklace where the broken heart down the middle like that's what it reminded me of but also oh, yeah. Ruka's arms in this one scene are so anatomically incorrect that that's all I can look at like <laughs> yeah her, they do look like, a little ridiculous like the top part of her arm is like three-fourths of her arm <laughs> and then her little forearm is like boop Right at the bottom. Um, I love her. Oh God, yeah. I'm, I think it's supposed to be perspective, but it's not. <laughs> it's not good. No. I love their coordinated outfits, though. Like we stand a couple. Like <laughs> I love that they. First of all, that Harkas is blue and Mishiru's is pink. Uh, sure, defying gender norms. As yeah. always. Uh, I also love that they have like the awful pockets. <laughs> they do. Right on the, the boob. The opposite color. Uh, but yeah, so, so he's like, yeah, I'm going on a date with Seiya. And Haruka's like, Seiya? Fuck Seiya. Yeah. That guy sucks. And I hate him. Yeah, my my girlfriend wife like almost slept with him for fun for like no reason. Yeah. A couple of ago. <laughs> so understandable. Like <laughs> That was insane. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh and then, drags Haruka yeah, away. You've got to talk about that. Yes, but first, the line that she says to her. Yes. She writes, uh, only, wait, wait, wait. It's too late once the wolf devours you, little kitten. I was like. Oh, yeah. That was when this episode started to get sexy. It's like compounded by when they're walking away. But I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, that sounds yeah, like it's... a threat and a promise of a good time. Like, at the same time. <laughs> it's a, uh. It's a very horny way to put that thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then what they say when they're walking away as well. Yes, which is amazing. She says what, like, you should be more gentle with me. 
And then she says, sure, maybe when we're alone later or something like that. Yes. Which is amazing. <laughs> it just walks right up to, but does not have uh, Michiru call her a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then as Yusagi's watching them walk away, she's like, now that's an adult relationship, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> relationship that's bleep yeah. <laughs> <Flex>. <laughs> oh god i'm looking again in this scene in this, especially in this outfit yusaki is like absurdly thin like this is thin for this show too like this is not even like oh that's what they normally look like yeah she is like and part of it is that she has the the puffy shoulders because this is a new outfit for usagi we've never seen this sure uh, but she's got like big puffy shoulders and then it's like it contours in at the waist. So it looks like she is tiny. Yeah, it it's, really does. It's it's almost like 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 bayonetta proportions. Yeah. <laughs> she looks okay in the close-ups, but the long body shots, she is super skinny. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. When they when you could see her full head to head to toe. Then Saya walks up in his SOS outfit. I love this outfit so much. This fit is fire, and people would wear this today. Like he's wearing the nineties. Yeah, what he's wearing. It's brown. What is it? Brown and yellow stripes, or like brown and I think yes, cream. and a backwards baseball hat. Backwards. Don't forget those wraparound shades. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's- and is that no? Is the where? What is the SOS? Is that part of his shirt? I think so. Is it like the bottom twelve inches of his shirt is yes. all brown with big white or again cream letters that say SOS on both sides in the front and the back? It, I think it only says it on the back. Nope, it says no, it, it says as it he's walking up. Oh my god, it does! Oh my god, yep. <laughs> that's even better. It's got it on both sides. <laughs> he looks. He looks like a a gallon of of store brand ice cream <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is exactly what he looks like yep. I, I am not wrong you're not wrong oh we didn't god, talk those about those wraparound shades that's they really are a lot he always yeah, has the earrings year. they're preposterous and like the rat mm. tail to end all rat tails yeah i will never not think his hair is dumb like it's it always dumb. dumb all three of them have dumb hair they do. His is the worst. They do have awful and intense mullets. I, do, I don't know if his is the worst. Yeah, probably. It's the bangs are too short, too. It's like when you go as a person with bangs, like when you go get them cut and you're like, I only want a little off. And then you like leave and your entire forehead's exposed. Like That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> I think Yaten has the best and I think Taiki has the worst. Taiki has kind of like a crew cut mullet. Wait, but isn't his hair like slicked back? Yeah, his hair is kind of slicked back. So I assumed that it was all long. I don't think it is. Oh, it's not? I just assumed it was all in a long ponytail. No, I think they all have mullets. (laughs) I mean, it might just be like a a real uh, Steven Seagal uh, look, but it's pretty bad. Oh, yeah, now we love it. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's what I'm saying. That's not it's, an improvement. It's no, it's awful. I mean, but they're all bad. I, I mean, you're right. Yaten is the best because at least it's not by having like, what is it? Chin length hair. Like it, it helps it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we left out. Uh, we didn't talk about uh, 
high power fighter red, but oh well. Yeah, uh, Usagi plays with a child. Uh, Usagi's <laughs> playing Power Rangers, and Sam makes fun of her because who who would play with a child? And who likes Power Rangers? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> R- wrong joke to make on this show. My I was going to say, thank God Trace isn't here. Trace would have something. I'm only to say. kidding. All right. So then, Trace even likes the the Power Rangers movie. Which Trace is... loves everything that's ever been Power Rangers. Yeah, does not which matter. I admire. I do too. I, his devotion is unparalleled. <laughs> um, speaking of amazing uh, ridiculousness, the next scene is Yaten just talking on the phone with the bad guy, <laughs> giving all the information <laughs> away. <laughs> it's literally Yaten on the phone being like, "Hello, this is Yaten." No, Taiki and I are staying. Are not going anywhere. We're going to be staying here. <laughs> Seiya isn't here. Taiki's working on lyrics. Um, and Taiki's like, well, "Who was that?" And Yaten's like, "I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just told. I even even if you're not, even if you're not Sailor Scouts, that's a yeah. bad idea for celebrities to do." I was just going to say, aren't they like at this point in time, like Justin Bieber levels of famous? <laughs> like. Yes. That's what I keep comparing them to. Like they're like three Justin Biebers, like the three Justins, the three Justins. <laughs> and the bad guy literally just calls them up from a payphone and is like, "Hey, uh, Justin Bieber, what are you up to today?" And he's like, "Hanging out. I just figured I'll I'll write some songs or something." Cool, cool, ridiculous. So, uh, and then her phone keeps ringing. The 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 the, the phone pops up again uh, as Iron Mouse skulks away. I actually really like this kind of gag. I don't know why it made me laugh the way it did. I think it might be like the knockoff funeral march every time the phone appears. It's just like so dramatic. It is. They, they, (sighs) yeah, they play, they play the the funeral march there every time. It's, it's so uh, intense. Then we cut to a montage, a date montage. Oh, God. Which, by the way, Usagi didn't think it was a date. When, when somebody brought up it was a date, Usagi was like, what? No. Uh, it's super a date. Here's the thing, though. It's yeah. a date, and Saya looks so disinterested in this entire montage. Like, they're not even looking at each other. Like, she's reacting to all the animals and the food, and he's literally just standing there, like, staring off into the distance, not engaging with her at all. I was like, dude, why did you ask her? <laughs> he's 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 negging her, man. You're right. Like, in the he's, like, looking away every time. They it's have, like, crazy. they have room for Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> On the train. This is not an adult relationship. <laughs> it's definitely not triple X. And then, of course, Yusagi makes him buy her a ton of food. A ton of food. As she should. <laughs> as is her right. <laughs> I mean, a free, she got dragged on the state. As far as I'm concerned, if you're in a situation you don't want to be in, try to get free stuff out of it. I think it'll make it worth it. Then they have a cute gag where they go into like a, a a fun house, like a scary house, and they scream at all the scary things. And then they come out, and there's just an employee who is ugly, and they scream at that person <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> it's a real judgy show. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then he uh, he he pulls a crane game, Joe. Oh, love crane game, Joe. No, you don't. He's an asshole. <laughs> no, he's terrible. <laughs> he uses his monster psychic powers to <laughs> cheat at crane games. Also, he was like a super dick to uh, Makoto, wasn't he? Yes. So you're right. He's This guy's better than Crane Game Joe because he gets it. 
uh, on his own. But unlike Crane Game Joe, he doesn't give it to anybody. He just goes, cool. Now, she's like, awesome. You won the thing I wanted. He's like, yep. And it's mine now. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted it. <laughs> Sucks to be you, I guess. Kroger brand ice cream out. <laughs> he's, I mean, again, he's pickup art- artisting her so bad. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'm very disinterested in this entire sequence. I think it's fun and funny. Like, I don't want them to hook up or anything. Anyway, uh, also disinterested in this sequence is the show, because now it's time for the act break. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Yes? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's what you're getting. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Just hey, keep Jordan. going. Yeah. Uh, a little bit better, I guess. Okay, good. If people like this show, right, and they want to ignore that noise you just made, mm. uh, how exactly can they go about supporting us and what we do? Well, you know, you mentioned earlier Patreon. It's the site people can go to. It's patreon.com slash sailor business. They can go there and become patrons of our show for as little as $1 a month and for as much as $60,000 a month and not a penny more. Um, but in between, there's a bunch of other levels, uh, like the $15 level where you can get a ceramic pin of uh, the especially enamel, not rich- ceramic. No, no, you're right. What is it? Enamel. 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 That's what I meant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, enamel. Not ceramic. That would be way more expensive. An enamel pin. Love it. They're beautiful. There's a there's two. There's a Sailor Moon tennis ball Sailor Moon, and there's a Luna that says Act Sorry. Um, they are both delightful. Uh, and then for less than that, for $5 a month, you can get outtakes, like um, some fun stuff we talked about about Pokemon a little while ago. That went up, right? Yeah, that's up. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, so you should check I that out. I might actually have a blooper reel that I haven't put up. I just mm. realized that. That's awesome. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully that's up now. But that's how. That's yeah. how they do it. Uh, and you can join our fine patrons, like these new patrons that we have, uh, like Stormy Boy. Thank you, Stormy Boy. Kraken Jillick. Thank you, Kraken. Uh, and Joey Crack. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Yeah. Those are our newest patrons. Uh, thank you. Um, speaking of the Patreon, uh, I believe all of the pins up to the end of the year have gone out. Uh, that's the last bit I heard from Jake. So uh, everyone should have them, hopefully, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, if you are expecting one and you don't have it, uh, like shoot me a uh, an email to the the sailor business account, which I have not checked in a while because I have huge anxiety about it for some reason, uh, or to my email, which is chris at the-isb.com. Uh, that one I will definitely see. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone should have them. And uh, new ones will be going out soon for, for new patrons. Awesome. Yeah. So thanks for supporting the show. Thank you so much. We Do we do anything else in this segment, Jordan? It's been a while. Well, on and off we have, but I think I think we're good for now. We've been okay. talking a lot about this episode. All right. Uh, then let's just get right back to it. Karen, checking in. You good? I am here. Yep. 
<laughs> you're in good or two different things. Oh, no, but, I'm good. Okay. I was like, pretty sure I wasn't supposed to contribute to that part. So I was like, listen, you can contribute whenever and how much, however much as you want. As long as you're not like, don't support them. That's a bad idea. Like, don't, yeah. don't say that. No, you absolutely should support them. Oh, yeah. All right. Back to the show. So when we cut back to the show, um, what we see is Usagi and Seiya uh, talking to each other and a window behind them, and uh, they are clearly ascending above the city. And I immediately went, and I even put in my notes, "Uh uh-oh, they're in an elevator. Oh, that's where it all that's where it all goes down. <laughs> because that's where all the big romantic moments of this show ha- happen. They're in an elevator. It's a very um, funny joke I just made. Just did not oh my acknowledge God. my joke. <laughs> it took oh, a second. Going down. Well, because I literally said they were going up. I know what you said. Okay. Listen listen to me. Pay attention to me. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> what was that? Please continue the show. <laughs> They're not in an elevator. They're uh, they're on a. Uh, oh, I almost said carousel. I meant to say um, Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Yes, yes. Yeah, which nothing ever happens on a Ferris wheel. Um, nothing romantic. Not once. Not ever. <laughs> Except, um, I guess in in the in in the major motion picture, Love Simon. I was just going to um, say, what? That's like the <laughs> climax of Love Simon. <laughs> I, I didn't see that, despite all the ads on. Uh, Riverdale. <laughs> oh my that's god, really that's right. The ads were egregious on Riverdale. <laughs> they really were. Wasn't that the one that they like go to see like in the show and everything? Like, they, yes. Like... What does Cheryl go to see? And she's like, movie changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but instead of being romantic, like this, uh, it gets serious on yeah. the uh, on the Ferris wheel because he starts uh, talking about. So what, what, you said you have a fucking boyfriend? What's this bullshit? And she's like, yeah, he went off to America and I write to him every day. I love him, but I haven't heard back from him yet. At all. I feel like he, I, I did hear back, but it was just a kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> so here's odd. the thing. Like, I look forward to the show following up on this, but like, uh, yeah, it seems like it would be big news. <laughs> For this flight from Japan to fucking explode over the ocean on the way to America. And that someone who was sitting there going, oh, man, I miss my boyfriend who just left on a plane to America might hear about it and worry. <laughs> but I guess not. Anyway, um, Saya does feel bad for her. And then that's when he starts looking at her and being like, you know what? She looks kind of like a princess. <laughs> she does in fact <laughs> kind of like a princess um she's actually goes, kind of like a very specific princess she kind of looks like princess serenity from the moon but well we don't know if he knows uh her no, but we do we don't know no um, we 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 know she looks like princess serenity, oh, we know Jordan. that she looks like her yes we don't know if he knows that though so no, um the, yes so he goes hey listen uh 
cheer up. I'll take you somewhere special. Don't tell anybody about it. It's, it's our secret. And he takes her to Bar Space Edge. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's such a shame that uh, Mars 2112 closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never got to go to it. Oh, I did. Oh, how was it? Uh, <laughs> exactly as you would expect. Was it a lot like Bar Space Edge? Uh, no. No. <laughs> in, I think, thematically, yes. Okay. But uh, in practically, no. Yeah. Well, Karen, like, did you ever go to, to Mars 2112? No. I'm so sad that I never got... When did it close? Um, sometime in the last nine years, because when we, because that was, it was right near the, the Marvel offices that we just moved out of. When we moved in, it was open. Uh, and we joked about, haha, we should go there, but we didn't. And then it closed. And we were like, oh, well, never mind. All right. Now I'm looking, now I'm looking it up because I was curious. And it says that it, it temporarily closed in 2001 and then never opened again. Is that true? No, it could have been 2001. Because no, I didn't go true, to, yeah. I didn't we, go to New York until like 2010. Oh, never mind. That was, yeah. that was the wrong location. Um, it doesn't say when it. That was the one on Mars. Oh, this one says it closed in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This one said it closed in 2012. I never got to go because I would have been not old enough, I don't think. Right? It was a bar? No, it was for children. <laughs> no, yeah, it was, a, it was a restaurant that was made to look like you were on Mars. Oh, no. Yeah. Never, never went, which is. And so there would be like dudes walking around in like alien costumes and everything. So now it's and like, then they would like. Like Rainforest Cafe, but for aliens? Or Jekyll like and that. Hyde. You ever been to Jekyll and Hyde? No. Uh, it's the same thing, but like, you know, goofy, spooky horror, mad scientists wandering around. And yeah, this, no, I vampires. did Rainforest Cafe all the time where it would like rain in the middle of your meal and the animals would start like screaming. Have you, you guys never did that one? No, I have no idea what that is. That sounds <gasps> bananas. Oh my God. Okay. So think animatronic animals, but not like Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like when you go to real. Yeah, like when you go to Disney and you go to what's the safari section of Disney? I don't remember. I haven't been in a long time. Animal Kingdom. Like when you go to Animal Kingdom and there's like the really realistic like statues of animals and animatronics, it feels like you're in the rainforest and all the animals move and you get to sit like at a table and there's like an animal and like every five minutes it'll like move or like roar or do something. And then every hour it just starts raining (laughs) because it's the rainforest. That's bananas. <laughs> I think they might all be closed now, but when I was a kid, that was like the move. If my parents were like, oh my God, please shut the fuck up for five minutes. Like, we'll take you to the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> Is there still... there? there uh, apparently, I remember people talking about... We're so off topic. I remember people talking about a ninja restaurant in New York City as well, but I never went to yes, that either. Yes, that is a thing. Um, That's a thing? I don't know if it's still around, though. But that absolutely was a thing. Did you go to that? No, I never okay. went to that. You just I'm heard trying, about it. My well. parents were not super into themed restaurants, but I was obsessed with animals, so we went to the rainforest one. I used to. I had a friend who worked at Jekyll and Hyde because he was an actor, so they they hire actors to play all oh, the yeah. you know ridiculous roles. So he was a mad scientist there for a while. That's so cool! What a cool job. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, off sorry topic. about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. That's the show, right? Uh, uh, Bar Space Edge. It's a it's a very loud club. Yeah. So here's my question: Is that they have this like intense heart to heart, and then he's like, you know where I'm going to take you? 
to like this seedy loud club that you're definitely not even old enough to get into. Right? Unless there are bars for teenagers in Japan. Uh, maybe. But this is the club that well, first of all, it's a they're they're famous, so they can do whatever they want. Right. That much I gathered, yeah. And that's shown to be true because they literally, well, in a moment, they're going to get like a private back room that is so like uh, in a club that is so private of a back room in a club that like you close the door and you don't even hear the fucking club anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a private apartment with soundproof walls yeah. in a club. Anyway, Nezu is there as well. Nezu is there going, I found out that this is the club where the three lights come and hang out. So uh, she's trying to, you know, get their star seeds she sees usagi walk in with Seiya. they as i said go through to the secret back chambers where things get things get horny again oh also by the way yaten and taiki are there even though they were both um, earlier saying like no we're not, not going, going anywhere <laughs> they they went out and they're at the club also in another in another private room but one where they can see Seiya showing up and go hmm what the fuck and so Seiya does that natural thing, that natural thing that you totally do when you take someone to a club. You go, so is this your, is this your first time? Oh, my God. Is this your first time? Uh, don't worry, I'll be easy on you. Oh, I mean, I mean your first time dancing. Like, that's a natural yeah. question that everybody asks, right? And her, her <laughs> face, her animated face during this whole sequence might be like my favorite expression that i've ever seen on her it's just like, it's like charlie brown yeah it really stuff. is like her eyes are like dots and her entire face is just her mouth like yeah i uh i he was i thought for sure he was putting the moves on her and i, I know that's what we're supposed to believe but then i'm like but but then they just had this talk about how like she's not interested in him because she's so obsessed with him i this like gag was a lot i think no it was ridiculous like i said like no one would ever say those words about unless he's like you know what'll be funny is if i talk to her about dancing like it's sex but yeah. even that is still weird and creepy and awful <laughs> right and forgive me if i miss this how what is the age difference between them because they're in is they're there the same a age. difference? They are the same no. age. That's what I thought. They're, no, they're the same age. But right. it is worth mentioning. I and I did make a note about this too, but I just didn't talk about it. That unfortunately, in the in this in the scene where uh, she talks about her boyfriend Mamoru, uh, they once again reiterate that he's in fucking college. That yeah. she's a, a high school freshman, and he's abroad doing his fucking Thesis. college studies. Yeah. God damn. But anyway, yes, no, her and, and Seiya are in the same grade. So they're about the same age, if not the same age. Right. Okay. Because I was like, he's so much bigger than her. I don't know why oh. that, to me, in my brain, I'm like, he's just so tall. Other than his complete dumbass haircut, he looks like a 23-year-old, like 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and even his dumbass haircut could be a 23-year-old dumbass haircut. <laughs> <laughs> So while they're dancing and the club, she's having a great time actually dancing once they're dancing. Uh, while they're doing that, all of a sudden the power goes out. It's Sailor Iron Mouse has cut the power. Mm -hmm. And uh, Seiya is disturbed by this power outage and holds Yusagi close. And Yusagi's like, oh man, it feels nice to be held close like this. 
I know. I felt for her in this moment for real. Because she really just is having because she misses she misses um, yeah. Mamaru and like this is the closest thing she's had since he's been gone. I'm sure that's tough, even if he's 19. <laughs> and they're not dissimilar looking because yeah. everybody on the show is kind of similar looking. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, she has a little fantasy of Mamaru and like, oh man, I remember him. He was amazing and beautiful. Uh, he, she fantasizes about Mamoru with his shirt unbuttoned more than we have ever seen Mamoru with his shirt unbuttoned. For true. sure, for sure. Yeah, he's, that was. He's got a deep V and a high collar. That was. Like you're looking like Iron Fist. Well, her mind is on that triple X. She's like, she's going there. <laughs> My wife was definitely like, "When did he ever wear that outfit?" And I was like, <laughs> "I don't think he ever did." Um, also, also, completely smooth chest. <laughs> You no, know what's funny no is that there. Usagi Usagi's in an, an adult relationship, but Memoru isn't. Uh, oh my god, I hate that. It's very weird. He's 45 years old. Uh, and then, again, I don't think this is intended to sound as creepy and gross as it is, but I've come for your starseed is, uh, is said again. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, you want to talk about perfectly natural things that everyone always says all the <laughs> yes. time. Come for your starseed. <laughs> Perfectly chill and normal things to say. <laughs> uh, he tells Usagi to run away, which she does, which is a good opportunity for her to go transform. So that's good. Iron Mouse tries to zap him with her uh, you know, with her bracelets. Uh, it doesn't work because he's secretly, as you know, a Sailor Scout and was able to like do acrobatics or whatnot to avoid the attack and then transform into Sailor Star Fighter. Yes. Um, we get to see that transformation again. Right, and then the and other then two are just, just like, oh, I guess we're going to do this, and they show up. Yep, they just appear out of nowhere, which is great. Uh, and Nezu's like, I did, nobody told me you were Sailor Scouts, god damn it. But hasn't she, and this is what truly gets me, which I'm sure is the point, is that, like, hasn't she seen them now a bajillion times? Like, Yes, but not transform. Um, he, she's seen the Sailor Stars show up. Um, oh but, but she's seen never seen one she's never seen them transform like in front of her eyes okay that yeah. makes sense right and also the three lights are men and the right. starlights are are women both very clearly so yes <laughs> like yeah which baffled me as so i didn't watch these episodes as a kid but i had like the books and the drawings and i would go mm-hmm, on google mm-hmm. and like google it and i was like i never got it i was like are they the same people or not they are yeah, no one ever explained it to me. I th- I think it's dope. I love it as an adult. But as a kid, I was like, I don't get it. They, okay. So I kind of get how Usagi doesn't get it and how sure. she doesn't put two and two together. But the fact yeah. that he, that she shows up and transformed and he's like, is that Usagi? I'm like, what? You well, that, yeah, that breaks know. the show. Yeah. Like you can't do that. Because again, Usagi's brother, Usagi's father, <laughs> see they both see her as Sailor Moon and are like different person, not her. Yes, but <laughs> but he starts to get it in this episode. Like, there's a moment where he or she now overlays like that. Like she goes to pick up the little bear that fell up on the floor. No, yeah, and he like overlays it, and he's like, "Are they the same?" I'm like, "You're almost there." 
so but that's, but that, yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that breaks the show for someone to, to look at Sailor Moon and be like, hang on, that's Usagi is like, yeah. no, you, that you can't, we cannot accept that someone could do that. That ruins it. Right. That's a good point. <laughs> that would be somebody going, look, it's Clark Kent with the glasses. Say is magic though, is the thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah, you're but, right. Well, but also I guess the, uh, plenty of bad guys are also magic. He's using Sailor Sight. A new power. Oh, sa- Sailor Eyes, which is mentioned in the in the theme song to this season. <laughs> anyway, um, so now Nezu knows that Seiya is Sailor Starfighter, even though Sailor Moon doesn't. And so, so rather, Iron Mouse. So Iron Mouse is going, I'm going to fucking tell your secret. Here's the secret. And then he's like, serious laser. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like. <laughs> but. She gets into her TARDIS and it affects her. <laughs> and, then, and then Iron Mouse is like, so anyway, uh, you, I'm going to blackmail you into tearing your own soul out. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't rip your, the soul out of your body and give it to me, I'm going to tell your secret. Yeah. Essentially is what she says. But before uh, she can make good on that threat, the uh, the phone appears again, and foolishly she picks it up. Yeah. Um, and Galaxia says, "Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, you're dead." Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and she tries her. to bargain for her life with a joke. Oh yeah 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 like yeah a yeah. riddle a riddle a riddle. And I don't know if this riddle just the translation confuses it to me. I could not for the life of me figure out where the riddle was going. Do either of you I know the answer? I have the answer. Yes, it's oh. on Wikimoon. So here's the deal. It's a it's a pun. It's a pun based on Japanese. So the 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 riddle is a pig chef and a horse chef compete at making tonkatsu. Who is the winner? And it explains that tonkatsu also means pig wins. So if you say pig wins, you say tonkatsu. And if a dish tastes good, you might say umakata, which also means horse wins. Oh. So it's just a cute joke of which one of them wins. And then you say something funny either way. That's definitely, I was like, man, I'm sure there's an answer to this riddle. But I figured either one of you would have it or it would just be funny because I would just never know. And then she just poofs, goes away. Apparently in the Viz dub, she uses the Sphinx's riddle, Chris. Is that Mm -hmm. uh, so it says, yes. I, I think she should have used, uh, although I wonder, is that, that's probably not in the public domain, is it? I was going to say she should have used, uh, they should have had her use the Alice in Wonderland one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, what's the difference between a raven and a writing desk? It's actually the opposite. That's why is a raven there you go. like a writing desk. You're right. You're right. That is what it is. That makes it make more sense. Um, and it's a, it's a famous riddle that has no answer, except that people have written some good answers since then. People have written answers. None of them are good. You don't like Poe wrote on both? No. I like That's that one a lot. Good. I like That's... that one. Anyway, um, there was another one, but I can't remember it. Anyway, um, but the Sphinx's riddle, like, I don't know why she would say that. Like, for, I think everybody knows the answer to that one. It's very famous. I don't know if I know that one. Which one Wait, really? It? What walks on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three legs in the evening? Oh, is it an old man? Well, or a man it's, throughout his life. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. No, I have heard that one. I just didn't know it was referred to as that. Somebody must have done a sketch, right? Where somebody asks the riddle of the Sphinx and then they're like, I don't know what's the answer. And the Sphinx is like, 
it's a person because this is when they're a baby and this is in their uh, an, an adult and this is when they're old and the person is just like that's not in one fucking day that's bullshit yeah, it really is <laughs> it's like if you're a fly that lives for like 16 hours or something like maybe <laughs> so it's brundle fly is the answer yeah. anyway uh where were we oh yeah she's dead um <laughs> Galaxia murders her mm. in her TARDIS. R.I.P. And they're all... in peace. <laughs> oh, and Galaxia shows up to kill her. So yeah. they all like get a look at Galaxia. Right. Is this her first time on Earth? Is that what they say? Or it's the first time they've encountered her on Earth? It's definitely the first time they've seen her, I think. Because they're all like, what the, who the fuck is that? And then yeah. she disappears. Or no, she, uh, yeah, she disappears, right? She, yeah, she just kind of shows up and then is like, bye. She shows up to do her job and then just, she's out. She says she's the master of the Milky Way. Then the starlights are like, Galaxia, she's the one who destroyed our home. And Sailor Moon is like, whoa, let's, let's work together and defeat this woman. And they are like, we're not here to help Earth. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my question. So they're like, they're like, we're not here to help Earth, but they have a feeling that the princess that they're trying to reach out to is on earth. So shouldn't they kind of have some investment in earth? <laughs> yeah. At least you have to keep it alive long enough to find her. Yeah. But I think they're like, no, we're going to find her real quick and then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Even though they have not found her at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else? So then she transforms back. Uh, she, see, she meets up with Saya, finds out that he's okay. And how does it end? I don't even remember. I was so distracted by how ridiculously thin she is. Yeah. In, in, especially in this outfit, Chris was right. It's just like the proportions yeah. of the outfit, really. It's kind of him looking at her, right? Like in this way where he realizes that she looks, she really does look like a princess of some kind. But she, but he also is like, oh man, she definitely couldn't be Sailor Moon. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, is that the conclusion that he reaches? She, oh, she, she couldn't, couldn't possibly be. Right. I guess I thought that was like rhetorical. Like, is she? No. Okay, maybe. Like, <laughs> I, I, I thought like maybe he was finally starting to get there. I think he was, but then he he, he went, but remember her like, she's like a klutz and stuff. <laughs> yeah, she is looking kind of like completely naive in this shot. Like, yeah, no, she could not possibly be like the guardian of the universe. And that is... The end. Right. So now it's time for us to talk about what we've learned from this episode. It's time for Sailor Business Says. Uh, Karen, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? Man, uh, that say it ain't shit. <laughs> like that, <laughs> other than that, I, I feel like that love is powerful and not like kind of naively powerful. Like that she goes on this date with him and all of these different things are happening to her and still her mind goes to Mamoru like he's just her constant thing even when everything else seems to be changing and like regardless of what I think about the relationship or of him like I feel like that is kind of a powerful thing underneath all the ridiculousness that's going on in this episode I kind of that's like a legitimate moral (laughs) was I not supposed to have a legitimate one I love it we love it Yes, usually, usually, it's it's usually I I do a goof. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? I mean, I also learned a goof. Um, there's a lot of great dating advice in this episode. 
But I think the best dating advice in this episode is ask someone to a movie and don't tell them it's a porn. (laughs) I mean, maybe if she told him it was a porn, maybe he would have gone. He's a teenage boy. That's true. That's true. How about you, Chris? I learned that they really have committed to Minako being the horny one. Oh, yeah. It's a fact, Jack. Uh, So, yeah, it's, like I said, a, for me, a fine episode. Uh, I still, we are so far into the season, I just do not care about Seiya. I don't really care about the the Sailor Starlights. Me neither. And I hate that, because I think they're, aside from the horrible haircuts, I think they're a really cool design and a concept, but I don't think we've been made to care about them that much. All right, I'm yeah, gonna, that's exactly where I am. I'm going to say the bad thing. What makes them any worse than X-Force? <laughs> Who also came into the show and were a bunch of assholes and tried to like murder everyone and didn't care about anyone. I mean, like I think I don't know. <laughs> I really well, I I do think that like Haruka and Michiru are stronger characters. Like I I can't really tell you two things about any of them. I can I don't think I can tell you one thing about Taiki. Like Yaten's smart, so I got that one. Yeah, but what is Taiki, Taiki is the well he's the mean one. Is he the one that was on a cooking show? Did the cooking show thing? Yeah. See, see, you don't know. Yeah, he I don't must know. Have been. They're th- they're yeah. all named Mike. It's it's they all blend together. They just have, I think it's that their objective to me is kind of like wishy-washy. Like they're like, we're here to communicate with the princess, but we don't know anything about it beyond that. Like, I wish there was an episode where we kind of got like their backstory and maybe it's coming up and I just don't know, but maybe like an episode that goes into their backstory and why they're on this mission of coming to earth and looking for this person. Like that I think would make me invested in them, but we haven't really gotten anything from their point of view. It shows why they're important. Yeah. Also, when when Haruka and Michiru showed up, we had not seen Haruka and Michiru show up already. Oh, you're saying the fact that they're X-Force 2, yeah. it hurts yeah. them. Sure. So we're, we're going through this whole thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And also, everyone in X-Force is a million times better looking than them. At, even it's if true. we're only because they don't have the dumbass hair. The hair really kills that's it. That's true. It but really I, does. I think the uniforms are kind of cool and like BDSM like <laughs> the uniforms are cool. Like I I also like that they are subtly Sailor Scout uniforms. Yeah. But yeah, it's they're they're not working for me. I also think it it might be just like late in the game syndrome. Like we've had so many seasons with all of the other ones that you're attached to them and then these guys kind of like show up right at the end. And you're kind of like, "Man, I, you know, we already have that. It's like you said, like we already have X-Force, as you call them. Like they're not that different from them. <laughs> they're not. Oh, well. Um, oh, well, indeed. But I mean, some good stuff. The yeah. opening's really strong. The the opening, the like the theme song? Yeah, it's amazing. No, like the opening scene oh. with Minako. Oh, okay. Yes. Who does not show up for the rest of the episode. Presumably she's just at that theater now. Oh with, I hope she is. With Makoto. Yeah. Been like, like, and it's like a, a four hour like French film. And they're like, this is not what this is not <laughs> a what four we hour smut film. 
It's 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 a, it's a Swedish oh, drama. Oh, this is this is like um the, the cousins dangerous naked lunch. No, no. Oh my god. I'm talking about uh Arrest Development, the movie they oh, go see about the cousins. Less cousins dangerous. Yeah, that's what I said. No, I'm oh saying god. it has nothing. There's nothing sexy oh, there's about it. There's nothing sexy about it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just like a drama. Gotcha. And the, and it's very disappointing. That's long way to go for that joke. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that is, uh, that is the episode. Uh, Karen, thank you so much for joining us before we get out of here. Would you like to tell everyone where they can find you? Should you wish to be found? Sure. Um, you can find me mainly on Twitter, uh, but also on Instagram and it's just my full name, K-E-R-I-N Cunningham. And that's it. Cool. Jordan, where can everybody find us? Um, you can find the podcast on twitter at sailor business you can find me on twitter at crackshot with a zero instead of an o you can find our producer jake mason at jj underscore mason he does this podcast but he also appears on and produces a bevy of other podcasts that you should check out how about you chris where can they find you uh you can find me by going to my website which is the-isb.com i am also on the bad website twitter uh but i try not to be smart man thank you uh so yeah catch me there you didn't give your name at the isb there's a link to it on my website which is the-isb.com where you can also find comics that i write and things that i write around the web groovy okay that's that's the new sign off (laughs) that wasn't the sign off You, you have to set up the next episode first all right so we will be back next time with uh oh boy uh, <laughs> you closed it again didn't you <laughs> episode what no i'm just thinking about what happens next episode oh okay. uh episode 182 of sailor stars which is called invaders from outer space the coming of siren and until then keep your mind on sailor business sailor.